ladies and gentlemen, the Upsiders. Slightly off the beat. (laughs) (laughs) Always, always makes me laugh. All right. Hello, everyone. We are the Upsiders, and this is the Upsiders podcast, and we are here to share with you everything Upsiders. And today is quite exciting because we've got a slightly political edge, but not massively political edge to uh, to our <laughs> podcast today. But before we get to any of that, um, I just want to introduce my uh, my glorious cabinet members. So I am Callum. I'm going to be acting prime minister in this uh, in this episode today. And the first on my cabinet uh, is the Chancellor of the Exchequer, Ryan Middleton. <laughs> I don't know what that position is. <laughs> You're in charge of the budget, because if I would trust any upsider with a budget, it would be Ryan. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. You have supreme power over, over the economy. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, how does that feel? It feels... Uh, I'm going to be honest, Callum, I'm not ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, none of us are, but that's uh, that's just the nature of the world that we live in. Now, uh, mm. now, we're, uh, every cabinet needs a home secretary, and uh, since I've been living um, in the same home as him for several years, I think that Nathan de Bruyne's king is only fitting to be our home secretary. Oh, thanks, Callum. And deal with all of our domestic issues. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Okay. Is it just, what, just things in the house? <laughs> Like a, like a house secretary? You're like a maid. <laughs> yeah. I've got one of those outfits. You, you deal with sort of affairs and issues sort of in terms of the country, but that can be sort of domestic policy and uh, uh, and like security and stuff like that. You're dealing oh. with everything within the UK. Is that not is that not what all our politics are doing? No, because there is also um, there there is oh, also I'm people bored that already. Have to deal bored, with foreign I'm affairs. <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> I can't. I can't. This is why he needs to be the culture secretary because no one cares. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. My one sounds a lot cooler because I just get to buy cool things. Yeah, no. Ryan has legit has legitimate power. Uh, um, so uh, for every home secretary, we also need a foreign secretary to go and deal with diplomatic negotiations across why am the I seas. Not that? And, no, uh, because I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because Joe Taylor has been to Cyprus. Oh. <laughs> Yes, yeah, I've got I quite experience in the big wide world in Cyprus. And quite simply, I can't think of anyone better suited to the job. So, so yeah, so these are my prominent uh, cabinet positions. Uh, so Ryan in charge of money, Nathan in charge of the UK, and uh, Joe in charge of making us look good. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Oh dear, it's all right, guys. <laughs> yeah. So how how um, how how are we on the on the personal front? What has everyone been up to this week? Oh, so I've I've got um I've got some news. So I've been. I mean, this is again uh, lower your expectations oh. for how interesting this is going to be. Um, but I I think I've invented a new food. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> so I've been trying to get some more some more fruit and veggies in my diet. So uh, I've been having. Going to the shop, getting some random fruits and stuff. So I, I've been experimenting a bit, and I don't know if anyone's ever had a date before, like the food, not oh, not the social interaction. None of us have. Big, big fat raisin <laughs> type thing. It's, it's, I think they're, uh, I think they're like dried plums. They're like yeah. raisins yeah. but bigger. 
They're fat yeah. raisins. That's what they are. <laughs> huh. What was their name? So what you do is you get you get a grape, yeah, and you get a date, and you you eat them at the same time. I call it a grate. <laughs> <laughs> that's just two food. That's just a. That's that's not new. That's just two two old foods together. Yeah, but that's that's how you make recipes. Like everything is just single foods put together. Like a burrito, for example, is like a wrap. And rice and whatever goes in the middle. Exactly, they're all they're all foods. Yeah, when a guy oh. made a burrito, no one said, "Hey, that's not a new food. That's three old foods." <laughs> so if making yeah. new food is just combining other foods. Uh, yeah, I- I'm lowering my expectations a third time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in fairness, with the amount that Nathan cooks, I think it's only right that he's trying to denounce yeah. cooking. Waste of time. <laughs> It also works on. You can also expand on it because I've also been. Um, uh, I've been buying some dried apricots, so you could mix it that with the grape, and you get a grape apricot. Oh, okay. And that's really nice because there, there's like a tangy flavour with the with the the apricot. But then, because uh, they're dried apricots, you get the juice from the grape and the sweetness. And if it's like a sour grape with the date, it's like, oh, it's it's interesting. Try it. I'm so glad that I ate this morning. Yeah, I feel sick. <laughs> How about you, Nathan? What have you been up to this week? Oh, um, I had a bit of a disaster day yesterday, Callum. I, uh, okay. Yeah, it was the wind, actually. It's because it's been so hot and we had to leave the windows open. And I've got a really nice... I have a plant, you see, and nice. the wind knocked the curtains into the plant and there was soil everywhere. Oh, no. And I had a pizza in the oven at this point. I thought it would take me about five minutes to clean it up. So I got the hoover and cleaned up the plant. And as I was cleaning it up, the wind knocked it off a second time. (laughs) So I had to re-clean it. And I've worked out that our our hoover can, can hoover up soil, but not fluff. So I'm trying to think what the difference is between soil and fluff. And then the pizza was burnt because I was just wasting time doing that. <laughs> if you were ever the epitome of first world problems. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess I've actually, I've soiled my room. Oh, wow. Nice. Oh, my days. Oh, dear. Well, I wish you a, a, a more prosperous week this week. Thank you. Um, how about you, Joe? How have you been? Uh yeah, good. I think the only notable thing that's happened this week is I had to I had to break into my own back garden. <laughs> what? This isn't a little thing. This is a this is an interesting thing. Car- carry on. Tell us more. This is like an episode of Mr. Bean. <laughs> well, I mean, I own the back garden. Like, just to be clear, it's not, it's my back garden. But yeah, the um my my door handle for my back door broke again, and uh, the company hadn't sent someone round to fix it. So, and I really wanted to get into the back garden because it was nice and sunny. So, the side hatch, there's like a door where the hatch for that was broken as well. So, the only way to get into my back garden to try and fix the side hatch was to climb out the window in my kitchen. Which which I managed to do. This is like, this is a pretty high window. Um, it's like above waist height. So, I managed to crawl through that. But then, as I landed on the other side in the garden, I realised I hadn't... Didn't have my front door keys with me, <laughs> so even if I fixed this side door, the only way to get back into my house was to climb back through the window. 
Wow. Oh, Joe. <laughs> so I essentially broke into my I broke into my back garden and then broke into my house straight after that. Wow. That's what I've done this week. Joe Taylor plays bass. Also, he is a ninja. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> At least we know how safe your area is now, Joe. We can just climb in through your window <laughs> and no one will bat an eyelid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, jumping on to the next section, we have some exciting Upsiders news to share with you all. As of today, we have launched our brand new Upsiders website. Yay! Yay. Has a complete aesthetic overhaul and is going to be full of cool stuff. Um, we're going to be sticking on uh, on blog posts and music as it appears and photos and all kinds of cool things. But our favourite thing is that we now are going to also launch a mailing list. <gasps> Woo! What's that, Callum? <laughs> oh, wow, I'm so glad you asked, Nathan. <laughs> it is the absolute most efficient way of uh, of hearing when we release new stuff, and specifically new songs, so you will know the minute it is available. Um, as well as that, it will also sort of correlate whatever we're releasing on, you know, all of our different social media platforms, and just general announcements, things that we're up to. Also, there's going to be a whole bunch of wicked goodies that I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give away at the at the moment. I'm not gonna tell you what it is yet. But there basically will be all of these cool little things to indulge in uh, if you sign up to the mailing list, which you can do just by going straight to our website. What is the website address, Ryan? It is www theupsiders.co.uk Amazing. <laughs> Tingles. Did you just want to repeat that, but in like a different voice? Yeah, okay. It's uh, www.theupsiders.co.uk <laughs> Outstanding. So yeah, if you go to our website, you'll be able to sign up for the mailing list and, uh, and indulge in some Upsiders goodies, as well as being super up to date with every single new release. Awesome. Um, the other thing that I wanted to to tell you guys about, we've had a really nice response from our first podcast, um, and like again, the comments back has been like really nice, and has actually fueled a couple of ideas which we're going to be using in future podcasts. But I thought this is great, so I'm going to open it up to you know all all of the listeners. and just say that if you have any ideas, any suggestions of things I can do to challenge the Upsiders or anything that they can do to challenge me, then just send us a direct message on Instagram or Facebook or just tweet us. You know what a good challenge would be, Callum? Oh, yeah. An arm wrestle. Oh, here we go. <laughs> the Upsiders podcast arm <laughs> wrestle tournament. Oh. We, just need to te- we just need to tell the listeners who wins. We don't need to, just, that's all we need to do really. Well, well. So, since uh, oh, I, don't, I don't want to break the magic too much, but we we do record in separate uh, locations to account for social distancing measures. <laughs> so imagine if we did an arm if we did an arm wrestle, we'd either have to like we we we'd either have to sort of fill in our own grunts, just go, <laughs> or we could just, we could just take an average of who's won previous arm wrestles. Oh my god! Oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> yeah, this is for the melodica comment last week isn't it <laughs> it is ryan's good at maths ryan what's what's yeah. the average of me beating joe in one arm wrestle uh all the time uh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry joe uh, i don't think i've ever arm wrestled any of you guys no 
I would start off with Joey's pretty pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> okay. Okay. So moving on. Welcome to Callum's challenge. And uh, just to remind everyone in the format, every week I set the Upsiders a challenge to complete on the podcast. And this week, the challenge was that the Upsiders are going to form a political party and take control of the United Kingdom. Now, what will our first policy be? Let's start with our Chancellor of the Exchequer, Budget Man, Ryan Middleton. That's me. Yes. Okay, so, uh, policies... Right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I would say this is more of a a mindset that we should all implement. I call it subtle but sufficient. And it's based on making small adjustments to our lives and how we interact with the world around us to make the world just a slightly better place. So it's not necessarily a singular policy, but there there will be a, a few small rules that we should adjust to, and they will be gradually rolled out so as to not impose any culture shock. Uh, let me just take you through a, a few of the examples. So uh, you can never be too inclusive, right, nowadays. So from now on, All tattoos should be at least bilingual. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, that's that's one of the small ones. Okay. This next one's probably one of my favourites. I think it's going to be very effective in improving the community. If someone commits a minor offence, such as littering, making too much noise on the train or something, then everyone around them is encouraged to harass them as much as possible <laughs> until they make amends. Oh, man. Ooh, I like that one. <laughs> yeah. So if you see someone drop a can on the floor or a f- cigarette or something, you, everyone boos them and hisses them <laughs> and heckles them. Maybe even just like push them towards and throw it back at them and uh, until they put it in the bin. They could go full Game of Thrones. Shame. 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 Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, wow. But we all need to be in this together. It's part of a it's part of a, a movement to improve the quality of of uh the British people's lives. <laughs> um and I I've got another one here that's that's quite uh it's a adapting social constructs. The term you're right or what's up are not to be used as a greeting. <laughs> they are to be used honestly as proper questions and people should not be expected to say, I'm fine, or nothing much, and you. And they are encouraged to express how they actually feel. And if you're the person asking, if you're the person asking, are you all right? If you aren't truly interested, a simple hello will suffice, and then just get straight to the point. Oh, Oh, that's that's amazing, because, uh, like, in in Devon, so in in, sort of Plymouth and Cornwall, where I grew up, like, all right, is the whole conversation. Yeah, (laughs) same. So you get get two people that walk up to each other, and and, uh, I was going to do, like, a terrible, like, Devon accent, but it'd be like, right? And then you're like, the other person looks at the first person, all right, (laughs) all right, all right. (laughs) I think that's going to change language, Ryan, completely. I think people are going to talk to each other a lot less now <laughs> because no one wants it. No well, one wants no, an thing. answer. <laughs> I don't want an answer. <laughs> well, then that, that means efficiency is going to go through the roof. That Productivity is, is, is going to increase. Yeah. Because how much time is wasted on small talk that we don't need to be having? But if you want, if you genuinely want to check up on your friend, 
and then you ask them how they're doing, they tell you, you can have a nice, genuine conversation. Oh. A nice, nice, proper human connection, rather than, you're right, oh. yeah, you, but that, no, that didn't happen, because you're both just saying things. Yeah, it's true, but if, so, if I said, oh, you were right, and you went, no... I would want to leave as quickly as possible before hearing a story. <laughs> exactly. Now, you don't want that to happen. So instead of saying, you're right, and me saying no, you'll just say, hello, and okay. I'll go, hello. And then you say, I don't know, have you seen this new Melodica video? <laughs> That's a majority of conversations with Nathan, clearly, yeah. Oh, God. Wait till you see my policy. <laughs> I, I, it, it's weird because I'm torn because it's like, I, I mean, I kind of love the idea of people being on question time and say, saying that like they can't say all right unless it's in a genuine sense is somehow limiting their freedom of speech because someone is going to take that position. But I would love to see that on question time. But the second thing for me is that I really like like the idea of removing that, um, that, that, that there is something slightly deceptive about the way that people are sort of like, oh, you're all right. And then just, it's just, they're, they're like, they just want you to say yes and carry on with the conversation. Yeah. It's not. Exactly. Yeah. So if you don't, if you don't truly care, then, well, that, that sounds bad. But if you don't, <laughs> you don't truly want to know how they're feeling and want to have a genuine conversation about mm. that, then don't ask. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just say hello. Uh, I, might, I might make a, an effort of this, of when people ask how I'm doing, I'm just going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> just leave it. Just say, uh. yeah, you're, you're right? No. And to see, see if they ask any, any d- questions and dig a bit more. No. Don't like, don't like being asked how I am. <laughs> For for, ye- for years, I used to just think that like people genuinely met- meant it, and then I could suddenly uh, like after a what after a time, uh, and I say after a time, I mean a few years. Uh, like you could start to see that like telling people that you weren't okay actually made them genuinely uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I will speak on behalf of uh, uh, <laughs> of. of any people uh, of any people that uh, have any varying degree of autism and say that it is it is a source of immense frustration if you're asking someone how they are then uh, then prepare for an honest response <laughs> <laughs> honesty is the best policy how are you callum yeah okay so <laughs> so yeah that's what that's my idea is the is the policy of making subtle but sufficient change oh, mm. that's, that's nice yeah. that's a lot to think about that's a lot to think about there all right now moving on to someone else who gives me nothing to think about on a daily basis nathan uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> lower your expectations <laughs> did you want to slam dunk this policy in the bag what have you got for us yeah. well in true uh political fashion i have written a policy during that conversation and <laughs> it's going to do no one any good whatsoever it's completely useless and um, i'm probably going to change it as well um to suit i don't know anyone really um so my policy it doesn't have a name maybe ryan can come up with a name for this one but it's about people speaking negatively about the melodica or any other <laughs> instrument that are less known in society and and laughing without a, so if they're laughing about it and you know they're really taking the mick and it's not funny anymore because there's, there's a line where people <laughs> seem to cross with melodica jokes and they can they can do that if they want but they have to finish the conversation by at least referring the people to some literature about the melodica. <laughs> and if they do not refer, that's basically my literature. And if they do not refer them, then it is a hate crime. It, is, it goes down as a hate crime. 
So I just feel like people would have more edu- people would be more they'd just be more educated about the melodica. And I think in in about five years you'll probably see that it will benefit just education. People just get more educated, really, and people have a better night out because no one likes people that commit hate crimes. <laughs> so just refer them back to the literature. That is very true. That is true. I I just love that. I, I just noticed how clever it was when you were just like they have to reference a a piece of you know writing about the melodica. It's just you. It's just <laughs> yeah. you, Nathan. You are the only yeah. person who has yeah. written about the melodica. <laughs> I'm going to put a price on it as well. Three ninety nine. Can I can I ask a question as a member of the public regarding this policy? Unlikely, but yeah. <laughs> I want to know where you stand on uh, on how people treat the recorder. I could could not care less. It's not even an instrument. <laughs> it's, it's the silly. It's the, the silliest thing I've ever seen. The recorder. It's probably the silliest thing. Almost as silly as a keyboard that you have to blow into. Oh, oh gosh. Uh, it's sillier. It's sillier. Because it's just holes in a in a pipe. But you've got better ones. You've got the flute, which is more holes in a bigger pipe, <laughs> which is worth it. But a recorder's just not a lot of holes in a shorter pipe. And I I don't know. There's no point there's no argument there. Yeah, I I, I'm I'm gonna just hold him off there because it's like we need to put an end to instrumental prejudice. <laughs> um and uh, and I think that the recorder has suffered enough. Although that being said, that most other instruments are better. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> including the kazoo. <laughs> uh, right. So moving on, uh, Joe, what have you got for us? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So I thought a lot of the problems with today's leaders is that they are they're out of touch with the public. You know, a lot of them came from private schooling and stuff so we need a way to keep them in check and you know to to force them to connect with their local community so i thought whoever is in power every week there'll be a weekly vote of where they have to have their friday night dinner (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) so i feel that does two things one it will force them to get into, you know, different restaurants that they wouldn't necessarily go to, you know, um, like your like your local uh, chicken cottage, your local chippy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But also, if they're if they're doing some naughty stuff that you don't like, you you, you can be guaranteed they're going to be sent straight to Benny's for oh. a, <laughs> a fried bat for some classic radiation chicken. It's <laughs> yeah. interesting. Oh, I like wow. that. I thought you meant that they would go around to people's houses in the community and have dinner with them. <laughs> Like in Friday night dinner. Oh, that's nice. I think that would be nice. I mean, yeah, we could we can introduce that as well. Because some people's cooking might be worse than what Benny serves. Oh, so. Oh, that is. And you have complete control. That is tough to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also know that how um, how uncomfortable like we could we like it could be made for leaders. I I, I kind of like the idea of um, of Boris Johnson going for lunch with Jed Wood. Or, uh, <laughs> or or Alan Partridge. Uh, that oh, would be yes. completely forgot. Jedwood exists. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what they're up to. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Jedwood. What, what are you up to? <laughs> yeah, Jedwood. If you wanna, if you wanna come on the podcast and tell us what you're up to, then <laughs> go to www.theupsiders.co.uk. 
<laughs> there's a little form on there you can fill out and get in touch with us is that our website very very true reach out to us Jedward. we'd love to hear from you <laughs> well i i would nathan's on the fence I'm but on the you fence. know nathan's prejudiced so yeah i am yeah <laughs> right oh my gosh right i'm mm, i can't decide I, I i can't decide between uh i'll tell you what it is i'm torn between ryan and i'm torn between show and because i think that ryan gave the band no because you're prejudiced <laughs> nathan's rubbish nathan's rubbish <laughs> hate crime <laughs> can't win them all nathan uh but i, th- I think i think that ryan gave a pretty superb pitch but i also kind of think that that shows policy is the one that for me personally i would actually love to see that implemented mm. at a national scale um also that and in this scenario we've taken over the uk so um so so it basically means that we could go for dinner in a different location each week which would be absolutely glorious i mean that's that's literally you can do that anyway <laughs> yeah. no 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 but we're, like we're, regular people go to dinner wherever they want yeah but we're, we're, no 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 but we're, we're, we'd be invited we'd be invited and also like you know we can um we we can go for dinner at the expense of the taxpayer so <laughs> which would be the closest thing that we have to an abuse of power yeah yeah exactly i imagine it would just end up in uh like a food riot <laughs> like any like say you know that the guy that you hate who's always on tv ruining your country is going to be at nando's at 7 p.m on friday <laughs> you know you're going there to chuck eggs at him yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh i didn't think that part three well that that's what forces the leaders to keep keep themselves in check good idea you know? very good idea <laughs> yeah so yeah positive progressive systemic change or we're gonna throw eggs at you at nando's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> essentially holding our holding our prime minister hostage yeah every friday night yeah <laughs> sounds like a great idea <laughs> okay i i think i think joe has cinched it for me so i think joe is the winner uh, but but just <laughs> just to just to throw it out there because it, it it has been a pretty good mixed bag. I think that we should stick up a poll. We'll put it on Instagram and, and we'll choose between uh, between Ryan, Ryan and Joe. And then I'm, I'm really curious to see to see how the people decide. The people respond. <laughs> uh, thanks for that, guys. That was wicked. Um, so, Joe. The scary moment. What is your challenge for me? Okay, so this is my this is my weekly challenge for you. Okay, I want you to film your own campaign ad with your your leading policy being the Friday night dinner policy. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want you to champion that. Okay, I want you to champion the policy. Okay. Uh, all right. That yes. <laughs> that, that, that's a. Uh, <laughs> That's going to be interesting. Callum's already got one lined up. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. have to switch a few words around. People of Great Britain. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Yeah. I, 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 I'm kind of excited and kind of 
Oh, I, I just don't even know where to begin with that. But I, th- I think maybe to avoid any controversy, I'm going to make sure that like no one can actually hear what I'm saying. So I'm going to go out into the garden whilst uh, my neighbour, whilst my neighbour is like using the lawnmower. So I'll be like, <laughs> people of Great Britain. <laughs> that was an exceptional lawnmower sound, Callum. That yeah, really yeah. that was insane. <laughs> can you come cut my grass? <laughs> uh. I miss, I miss living in Coventry. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so, before we wrap things up, I've got to give the challenge for next week. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Exciting. Okay. As musicians, we live in a world where we have good gigs and bad gigs. The challenge for next week is to tell me about the worst gig you've ever had. Aww. And this can be with or without the Upsiders. Whoever can tell us the best story... Will win. Oh, oh no. okay. Okay. Large majority of my gigs have been with the Upsiders. So, ah, oh, so they've all been terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've definitely had a. We've definitely had like, we've had plenty of ups, but we've also had a couple of downs. Although, weirdly, I don't think I've ever had what I would classify as a bad gig with you, Joe. <laughs> but, but, but Joe might not feel the same. So let's. <laughs> yeah. So I'll hold that. <laughs> I'll hold that till next week. Anyway, (laughs) thank you so much for listening. Uh, We will be back every Tuesday. And go and check out our new website uh, at www.theupsiders.co.uk and sign up for the mailing list. And uh, we hope to all see you again soon. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.